Welcome to JV Reads the Tea. The T stands for tarot, honey. I'm JV Hampton Van Sant. Each week, I am joined by a guest and I read their tarot cards. I use the Wild Unknown deck and the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit decks by Kim Kranz to dive deep with a special six-card reading. And, of course, we go on usually pretty related tangents. So grab your wand, light a candle, and let's spill that tea, honey. Welcome back, witches and bitches. I might need to change that tagline. It's fine. I'm going to keep it for the time being. Um, <clears throat> Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we are joined, as we always are, because this show would not make sense if we didn't have a guest. Um, but uh, <laughs> it really, truly wouldn't. It's just me and the cards. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, there might be some episodes like that where I'm just like, let's just do a general reading for the audience and we'll see what happens. Um, but we are joined today by Megan from Oh No Lit Class. Um, say hello to the people. No. Oh, well, okay. Um, <laughs> That's the kind of energy I'm bringing today. Now, hi, hello. I love it. Honestly, it's good energy. It makes me happy. Keeps me on my toes. Like it. Um. So, I've already said one place that you are from. Um. As far as the internet is concerned. Um. You also have Rolling Misadventures, right? That's the other one? Yes. And uh, de- depending on when, when this comes out, there might be a third one. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, indeedy. There there might also be fun fiction. Ooh, yeah. Yes, that was what it was called. Like, because um, Scotty was talking to me about it, and I forgot what, like, what he specifically said it was called. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. That makes sense. Yeah. That's going to be super cool. Um, I'm anticipating that, I I don't know, I think the first episode, at the time of recording, which we are still in August, um, this will probably be going out like roughly around the 1st of October, depending on how well I can get my act together. Um, uh, oh yeah, then it'll be out. So then, yeah, I, I will yeah. be doing three <laughs> podcasts. Good God. How did that, how did that end up happening? <laughs> It's a it's a wild thing. I basically just now keep hopping from show to show for like no reason at all. Um, it's a wild thing. Like I I haven't. I I guess it's some. Oh, I just realized why I had an appointment at five today. Oh, lovely. That's fun. I just realized the thing that I had scheduled for later today. Fun fact. Peek behind the curtain here. I had accidentally scheduled two things for 2 p.m. today um two different ones of these because apparently 2 p.m. on a Sunday is like a time that I like in my brain so I'd completely like not I hadn't forgotten that I had this I just I like it was I think it was just late last night I was like ah yes here's the time um and then like looked at the thing like oh yeah no that's not the time so i rescheduled the other one but then i just remembered ah yes my other show i'm recording at five that's fun (laughs) but i also don't 
want to even think about that right now because it's the last episode of the matrix and i don't want to think about the last episode of the matrix um anyway that's all a separate fun thing that's where my brain's at i'm already in a wild spot but looking at these cards i can already tell you one thing they are pretty okay (laughs) very pretty yeah like love to see that (laughs) yeah so um the way that this tends to go, um, and by tends to go, I mean this is exactly how I've laid these cards out. Um, so by tends to go, I mean is going to go because that's how it's laid out. Um, is The first card will be the past card. The second will be the present card. Then we're going to hop down to the problem and solution. Um, those are two separate cards there. And then we'll pop up to the future um, and the outcome card. And then we'll go to a card from a different deck that is um, the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit deck, which basically tells you what uh, what kind of energy to and what part of yourself to sort of channel as you move through, um, like move throughout towards the future, if that makes any sense. That might have rambled. I might have just rambled a little bit, but like towards the end of that, I should write down the description of this like six card layout. But like anyway, yeah, past, present, future, problem, solution, energy to carry forward. There we go. We got there. Yeah. Like I said, I ramble rather a lot, but there it is. Um, Yeah. So that's that. So I will. um... Sorry there. Um, I will send you the photo of this first card, which I like a lot because it is very pretty. Um, all of these are very pretty. That's why I like this deck so much, but also like this one is extra pretty. It's so for, to describe it for the people, despite the fact that like I, there will be photos, there, there are going to be photos. Oh my Um, God, it is really pretty. Right? It's colorful, too, which I can also say from other readings, like one of the things that stood out to me was a progression into things that were colorful. Um, Rather than like some which have been just like monochromatic throughout the whole reading, which makes me feel weird. Um, But this one is a snake uh, that is sort of a very pretty snake with like uh, red and orange and yellow on it. And it's sort of curled around a wand it is the daughter of wands which is very pretty just as a card a very much like it it's got little flowers on the twig and it's just mm. that's my that's my zodiac oh is it really yep oh shit wait oh yeah no we were born in different years weren't we okay i don't know why just for a minute there was like what I don't remember what my zodiac symbol is. I I do now. It's um, it's uh, the horse for me. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's a yay yippee. So <laughs> this uh, this is one of the uh, the um, what what are the what are those things called? The it's English is the only language I am able to speak. I don't understand why it's just occasionally, like moments like this, they just, English fully leaves me. The whole language, all of it, gone. It just, mm. um. Anyway, this is one of the uh, sort of royal suit cards, if that makes sense. Like the 
the um I think king, queen, knight, and page is I think what it normally or what in other decks it is. Um this deck uses uh son, daughter, father, mother, which for gender reasons feels weird to me, but also here we are. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know gender. It's weird. Um, it sure is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're we're just we're just two two folks with without without any of that, just doing the best we can. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. So this uh, I, I sent along the little uh, little page, um, okay. which I also typically post alongside with everything, um, but. Th- the sort of subtitle of this is visionary and passionate, um, which, okay. So did you think of yourself as a sort of very passionate person sort of early on during, uh, <laughs> during just anything? I don't know what this is going to be referencing, side note. So the the fun thing here with all of this is, it's gonna it's gonna touch on something over the course of like life in general, but specifically, I don't necessarily know what it's going to talk about. So this, um, this is supposed to be the past. Yes, this is in the past position. Mm-hmm. Um. So, because of how these cards work, this usually tends to refer to a person who has these qualities. Um, given that it's in the past, I would typically, generally speaking, assume that it is referencing. <laughs> because it's also the first card that I drew, I also tend to assume that it is referencing the specific person um, in, that I'm doing the reading for. So I would imagine this might have something to do with just um, with having had a level of passion and sort of zeal for... Um, for what you were doing, what you were working on. Yeah, actually, I mean, if I want to project, <laughs> there's something I can project this onto pretty quickly. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Would you care to share with the class? Or <laughs> I mean, I guess that I guess this is a podcast. I suppose. <laughs> I mean, you also don't have to. To be clear, um, you totally no, don't no, it's have not. To. It's not like anything. It's not like a. It's okay. not like anything where it's like a dog. It's like, uh, I'm like a I I'm a writer is what I went to school for, and it's you know like. It, it. I mean, that's what I did. That's what I did my whole life, basically. Mm. Um, is I wrote books. I was a very antisocial child. I literally <laughs> just wrote books. I was a nerd. Um, uh, I feel seen. Also, <laughs> me too. <laughs> During like the very early, very early stages, I didn't have friends until I. Um, until middle school when I turned my bullies into my friends because they I was stronger than them. It's a long story. But basically, um Oh that I, did, was I, 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 I did not. Um <laughs> I I just oh. was I I, I I I turned my bullies into other uh bullies and, and occasionally beat them up. There's one time <laughs> that this one kid it was raining and uh one of them 
stole my umbrella from me. It was a really cute uh-huh. umbrella. As actually my aunt got it from me from when she went to Japan and he yanked Ooh. it out of my hands and he started running and I chased him down and uh I took it back and then I beat him with it. <laughs> Honestly, mood. That was me during middle school for one week exactly. Like just one full week. Just I let them have it for one week. I don't know. It was always prompted by them bullying me, so I then just responded. Maybe the response was a little outsized, but it also been happening for years at that point. So I don't know. Condensed rage into the form of me, the tiny child at that point. Um, but well, when when you beat up five people in one fight, and you're like, well. That's badass. Yeah, with not with nary a scratch on me as I walk away, and one person was in the hospital. Um, it just like <laughs> they were also all Hell taller yeah. than me. Yeah, they're also all taller than me. I was like not even really here for like being in that fight, but then all of them became my friends because they're like, "Well, shit, I guess we need your protection more than like <laughs> more than the other way around." I'm like, well. You know that worked out much more positively for you yeah i didn't <laughs> whereas beating somebody with an umbrella which is honestly i just it's an image that i love just entirely and i was God, just, i was just t- i was tiny because i was like i was a i was a grade ahead i didn't start growing till like high school so just this like weird uh, tiny little feral creature is what you should like envision <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, I didn't get friends yeah. in high school. Um, but yeah. Um, mm. So but you uh, had that vision and you had that passion for writing specifically. Yeah, no, I mean, I have a, a master's in creative writing. I had a, a, you know, in order to get the master's, you had to either write a collection of short stories or a book. I wrote a book. Um, nice. I'm very proud of it. I shopped it around to agents for a while after I got. I got pretty, I got really, like, I got really close a bunch of times, like full manuscript requests, mm. um, you know, and then it's like, it just mm. wasn't, and it, it's a really, f- like, frustrating response where it's like, they would, you know, they would get to the point where it's like, okay, yeah, I want to read, like, the whole book, like, send me the whole book, and, damn, there's, like, some noisy-ass thing coming by, okay. Oh. Don't worry about it as fun. Like, don't worry about it. Sound wise, like it, things are just going to happen. I, I have a rather um I mean, I, I don't know, I keep I keep calling him an asshole on like every recording, but I also realize that he's not actually that bad of a dude, but he does like have a habit of just like doing very loud, aggressive metal work directly next to my window. <laughs> and like <laughs> Uh, not at weird times of night or anything. I just have a job where I record things, so it's never well timed. Uh, it's just not a, his it's fault. Just though. Weirdly specific, though. <laughs> right. This is why. 
why metal <laughs> of all the things like need it like do you really need to do welding specifically on that side of the yard he also has a very big yard too that's i think the other part of the like his yard's bigger than mine so i'm like you could right just there. go further that way where there are actually no people living in that house over there you could go over that way and just put all of that like there but i don't know i guess there's shade on this side and there are trees and whatever it's a whole thing <sighs> anyway um <laughs> But yeah, I can imagine that whole that whole experience with like, of uh, with well, getting published um, but, just anywhere. But yeah, so the 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 rejections are really frustrating because mm. it's all positive. <laughs> that it's like, oh yeah, um, this is like a really ambitious first novel. Like these characters feel like really great and authentic and blah blah blah. I just don't feel like I'm the right person for this project. And it's like, I, I want to reach through the computer and like throttle them because it's like, no, like, tell me what's wrong. Like, tell me what I can fix. Like, tell me, yes. tell oh me like God. this ending doesn't feel right. Or tell me like, don't like, tell me like the plot isn't good. Like, tell me what's wrong with it. So honestly, big mood. Yeah. Big mood. Like that's one of the things that um, I, Ooh, I had a had a story submission that I submitted to. You know what? Fuck it. I'm out them. Why not? Um, that I submitted to No Sleep specifically, um, uh, and I didn't get. Um, it didn't go through, but I didn't get. I didn't hear why. Um, for like half a year, uh, almost a year actually. To be honest with you, it was a. It was like June. It was during the protest after they'd made a statement about um, realizing a lot of their uh, writers were uh, very pale, uh, very Caucasian um, mm. and sort of putting out a general call for more writers of color. Um, so I was like, remember when y'all rejected that one piece and didn't tell me why at all? <laughs> Maybe consider, consider that one or at least consider telling me why you didn't accept that one. But it took like, it's a little shitty that it took black people dying for them to realize that, like, you know, um, they hadn't really put a lot of black authors in a good position for, you know, uh, for writing or whatever. Anyway. Yeah, it's not, a, not wild. A, not fantastic. Yeah. And also just the rejection from it not having any useful information yeah. is, ooh, it is, that hits me to my core in a way that. I cannot fully articulate today, but it is. <laughs> so, so after getting that like eight mm -hmm. times, which again, like, like I mean, you know, you you I've you submit is you know as a, for a novel, obviously I've gotten rejected like close mm -hmm. to a hundred times because that's normal. You know, you get the form rejection or you get like no rejection, but after getting it that close, like close mm -hmm. to ten times, which is a a big deal like i don't want to sound like a dickhead but that is a big deal and getting yeah. like that almost identical response was just so frustrating that i just kind of stopped and then it's like you know you do short pieces you do whatever and it's like i've tried to write you know i've tried to work on other like books and just like move on and do it and it's just slowly fallen off and i've never haven't been able to complete another long-term project and you know i wrote that thing like five years ago and i just have all this half finished shit sitting around and as 
the world has sort of devolved into chaotic bullshit. Like, you know, you get this feeling where it's like, is what what is there even like, yeah, like the, the what's the point of it all basically like does someone even need to uh, doesn't the world need that little goof like it's so yeah you know i i took a really long time to say yeah i used to be really passionate about writing it was kind of like my whole life and now there's just a bunch of half-finished shit on my computer and it it's when you base your whole identity around one thing, mm-hmm. you have a hard time when you don't really feel like doing that one thing anymore. You, honestly, that's a giant mood, and I uh, feel I, I feel that I feel that like a lot. I I have um, numerous times been in that same position, and typically when I wind up in that position, I wind up leaving whatever the thing is that I was doing. This is me also confessing to being a retired merman, um, (laughs) which I shouldn't in theory be, but the reason I retired in the first place was sort of because I reached that, that weird peak and just kept getting that same type of rejection over and over again four different gigs and whatnot, despite having the ability, everything there and having trained people to do the thing and do it well and having them do successful and be great at things. Yeah, that it it's it's frustrating and honestly soul crushing to be real. Like if we're, it's it's rough. I, the God that. Yeah, I feel like that in particular, because I mean, that seems like that would require a fuck ton of training. It. It did. Um, it did. Lots of holding my breath um, uh, while also being an asthmatic. Um, immediate next question I had was going to be really stupid, because, but it was going to be how long can you hold your breath? <laughs> oh, well, now I can't. Now it's like 30 but, but, seconds. But, but at, like, the, at the time. Oh, yeah. At the time, it got to about a minute and a minute and a half, minute 15, in that general range, depending on the day and honestly, the pollen count. Um, (laughs) I have asthma and allergies and like it so it was always going to be a little bit difficult but I had a friend who um, could hold their breath straight up for five minutes underwater and it was honestly holy shit that's terrifying (laughs) yeah I mean granted she also like literally could not move while she was underwater like she had to be completely still in order to make that work Um, but like it was still quite impressive Um, just to watch somebody just lie on it, lie at the bottom of a tank for like five minutes and also know that they're not dead. I mean, it's just wild. It's a wild thing. But yeah, no, that's, um, there was a lot of like, for that too, there was a lot of like just physical rejection things that were like extremely difficult. It was usually because of, um, the look not being right or things like that, which, um, sort of making a parallel, like, when you pour your heart and soul into a piece of writing that strongly and that much, and you like want there to be some form of engagement, actually the real thing that sort of struck me with that was the, why are people such fucking cowards? (laughs) That actually like, like if they, if they like the thing and they think it's ambitious and they think it'll be like a good thing, then go for it. Like I, Honestly, if I've written that much good shit during a rejection, I then start to question if rejecting it is actually the thing I should do. Like, 
like th- what, these characters are strong. I like these. I like this whole thing. I'm like, okay, great. That sounds like you should then probably put this out. That seems like then the next thing to do is well, go forward with that process. Um, I'm also one of those people that like rarely says no to anything, but that's like that specifically is frustrating about that. And I I sort of I see that that piece of like specific very specific frustration um it's oof that's a lot um which makes this next card actually seem a little bit on the weird side um <clears throat> but i think it will it might make some semblance of sense uh, one thing i will note i did just sort of check this the first like the past present and future card are all in the same suit Huh. Um, is that, yeah. Is that, that's weird? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's weird necessarily, but what I, but what I do know is he's that it's very um, tiny. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Ooh, I'm like this is interesting. I kind of like, it seems to be a more of a thing that like, if all of these are in the same suit, then this arena in particular is the thing to, uh, is like one of the things to focus on, right? I have nothing if not consistent. <laughs> right? Which honestly, that's pretty that oh. Okay, so here's the thing. Um the actual suit itself um being wands, uh I, I'll just read the description here. Ruled by the element of fire, the wands represent inspiration and creativity. They relate to our ambitions, goals, and dreams. They mark the beginning of all ventures within the mind and spirit. Many wands in a reading indicates the situation resides mostly in the mind, not yet in the external world. Okay, yeah. If if mm-hmm. if you if you know me like personally, then yes, that makes absolutely perfect sense because I live in my head. I overthink everything. I make Mood. all my own problems. <laughs> like all of my issues are. Well, now I'm wondering. Are- based <laughs> now i'm wondering what's your astrological sign scorpio <laughs> all right cool that doesn't necessarily mean that i was asking mainly to see if you were a fellow pisces because i do the same thing that's why i'm like well yeah yeah no a lot lot of shit's going through my head like at any given moment um i mean <laughs> i mean i, I also have like this is severe. Mm-hmm. I got ADHD. I have a severe anxiety disorder and bipolar depression. So I mean, <laughs> Ooh, I, got, I, I got it all, baby. I can join you on two of those fronts, and then just general depression for me. So right, right there with you. Honestly, I think those are the commonality. I'm sort of, <laughs> sort of just pointing out there. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, that. I am the complete package. (laughs) It's, you know, it's interesting. We, it's, it's, it's interesting to me. That is what I will say. Um, Now, for this next card, it's in the present. Now, you'll see why with what we just talked about, why it felt a little strange, um, but it might be with another creative venture. Okay. Ooh, this, God, these cards are, are pretty. 
Right? This deck is so lovely. I'm starting to consider, like, first of all, the first episode goes out in, like, two days. I haven't even put any of these out yet. But, like, as soon as I start to, I'm starting to think, like, I should probably just link people to where they can get this deck because it's just pretty. And honestly, also because I, because I keep using it and I keep, like, quoting things from it, it feels like one of those things where, like, at the very least, I should probably, like, link so other people can support this particular artist. Um, mm, yeah. You know that kind of thing. I mean, I do give her a shout out during the um, during the intro and the ad, so it's it's all there. Oh, like yeah. it's, it's all there. I don't <laughs> just I'm not just randomly taking someone else's intellectual property here. It's fine. Nah. Um, I also <laughs> I don't know. I did actually consider like trying to find her and be like, "Yo, is this actually like fine?" I mean, I'm probably gonna do this regardless, but also like. Okay, well, if, it's a day. I, I, it's a, it's a deck. It's what it's for. I don't think you're doing anything. Yeah. Well, like. it's more the recorded and then posted on the internet aspect of it that I wanted to be like. It, this is, we're good. Like, <laughs> we're, we're good. That like, because the 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 images will also be posted. There is also, I I might not actually post the images of like the pages themselves. Mm, yeah. Um, because yeah, I think I, that'll be the, that'll probably be the, mm -hmm. I said, I, oh yeah, maybe not post the pages, but yeah, I think if you link to the, the deck and like where to buy it, I think that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Um, so this is victory, success and rising up. It is the six of wands. So, um, the straight up, this might be podcasting actually, um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, just sort of <laughs> knowing um, knowing about the about the work you've done as far as podcasting is concerned, this might be that because I think I think there's been um, I don't know. It, it seems it seems to me from the outside that there has been a lot of um, a lot of success um, in that realm of like getting the word out and reaching people. Um, which in theory also is, I would imagine what, um, I would imagine that is also what the, um, what part of the joy of publishing a book is. I mean, I've published a children's book, but like that's, I'm not really, not going to equate those two things, mainly because a novel and a publish, a, publishing a novel and publishing a children's book are very different experiences, just generally. Um, publishing a children's book is, that's a tough arena. It, well, I also self-published because I didn't have time um, to <laughs> I didn't have time to wait or wonder whether or not I could be allowed to do it. Um, I don't deal well with being told whether I'm allowed to do something. Um, I actually then immediately be that's when I that's when I get aggressive um, and just start doing things. Um, it's actually the whole reason I went to college in the first place. <laughs> I went to college literally because, like, a guidance counselor was like, you probably shouldn't go to college. And I'm like, well, bitch, guess what? Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, bitch, I. Yeah. And I did. And, like, it, it is, like, uh, it was a it was a decision. Um, To be fair, I think what she meant was I should probably consider, like, say, um, a uh, a community college before going to a a sort of bigger institution. Um, in Insofar as, like, it would have cost less, um, mainly. Uh, I think that was her concern. Fair. And she wasn't wrong there, but she worded it poorly and well. Mm. 
here we are. Um, <clears throat> but I think just from the outside, it feels like re like the level of success of like being able to um, make something that reaches out and sort of that reaches and touches people, which also feels like a weird way to word that during this specific <laughs> pandemic. But um, <laughs> in any case, um, having your work be able to reach people is a really meaningful thing. And I think um, that while there might not have necessarily been that level of success with the book just yet because of various barriers, it's uh, podcasting is like maybe that source of victory in that regard. Yeah, um, it's it's hard, you know, because it's like it has, you know, the fact that we for three and a half years, like it's it's hard. Like I have a really dumb brain that is constantly moving the goalpost further down. Mm. But so it's like the the fact that for three and a half years, me and my partner have done a podcast that is literally just about old books and honestly egregiously stupid dick jokes and that <laughs> people listen to it and they enjoy it and they think it's funny and they like it enough to support it with, mm. with, with and and give us give us money for it and the love and and um and just a lot of just a lot of the sweetest messages like people have sent us just some of the best of like we people have said stuff like you have made me want to like go and like major in english which is wild and sometimes i've said like oh my god that's like really really sweet but also are you sure are you <laughs> sure because that is a thing that i did and sometimes i go hmm dude I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I regret it per se because honestly, I don't know what the fuck else I would have majored in because I don't really mm, like mood. anything else. But like, are you sure? Um, <laughs> so, someone said that they went and they got God. I don't. It was like someone on Tumblr messaged us that they uh, got like a they get it get like one of our like poetry episodes convinced them to go out and they got like this little like poet laureate like cohort thing in their like age group and i'm like oh my god like that's oh. one of the sweetest most amazing messages we've ever gotten ever like someone said that they had like a really horrible oh. year because like one of their like parents died and like are listening to our show and just like laughing their ass off like got them through it and it's like that is the most insane thing to me because mm. it's, it's like us uh, us really and it's <laughs> like it's just touching people you know we, we um we had a p.o box back in florida we need to set up a new one now and people sent us someone sent us a cross stitch that they made of our little uh, logo uh the books like spewing out the word dick 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 over and over again <laughs> Someone made us little handmade uh, necklaces of our logo with like a little bottle caps. Like it, it's just uh, the, the amount of love is is incredible and insane. And so now I've actually convinced myself, you know, because I was sitting I, when I read the little tarot card that you, you said about like success. And I was sitting here and it's like, you know, is it really successful? Because I look at all these other podcasts and a lot of times I feel very 
like envious and and like mm. you know gr- like really disgusting jealousy feelings that I I shouldn't feel and be like wow. oh, be really successful. But now I can now I've sat here and convinced myself, and it's like the amount of of really beautiful love and support that we've gotten for people that I really don't think sometimes based on the amount of of just absolutely juvenile bullshit you <laughs> uh is just just really undeserving our the the people that have sought us out that have found us and and against all odds love us are amazing you know what that is that is success it, it- I would I would venture to say it is. I would also I will also say one. I absolutely feel you on that on the bits of uh, podcast jealousy. I get that honestly often. I feel that often, like particularly when I um I will say when I was doing audio fiction, like I'm not still acting, um, but <laughs> or like like I'm not writing things again, um, but when like sort of I was putting out my um sort of first show in audio fiction um I was constantly looking around and thinking like it's I'm not getting as much attention as these other people and it's making me feel like I haven't um like I haven't been able to to uh reach a high enough level and uh, like I haven't done the right I don't know like it hasn't had the impact that I wanted it to have I also just then looked back in the um I went the other day and looked at the stats for it and it's it's reached over 60,000 people. Um so there's that. Um <laughs> so there's that piece of information that I'm like, "Oh, I guess I clearly have made an impact on people because people were able to like download each and every episode and feel like and feel like they should continue the story so that made me feel great but um i can say from personal experience with um with listening to oh no lit class i don't remember how i found shell in the first place i don't remember how that happened it was, it was I, probably it was it was it mabim bam because that's that was how most people did <laughs> I don't think so because oh, I don't okay. listen to that. Ooh, um, that's one of the rare ones. Yeah, that was that was what put us on because for the for the long mm-hmm. for the first it took us uh, five months to get our first five hundred downloads in the beginning because I didn't know what the hell we were doing. Um, that makes sense to me. Yeah, <laughs> just generally for uh, all yeah. podcasts. Yeah, if I could if I could go back with what I know now because yeah now we've gotten. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna go dick swinging. It's a lot. Um, but <laughs> what what put us uh, on on the map um, was God back in Jesus early 2018. We got a jumbotron on Mabimbam, and that was when we went. <clears throat> um, yes, and that's mm-hmm. where most people ended up when I say most people, that that's where a lot of the audience that we managed to keep and maintain ended up finding us. Nice. I feel yeah. like I've been listening for longer though. Um, okay. So yeah, you, so you, you were <laughs> one of the rare birds who, who found us early in the beginning. You see, you get to be like the hipster. You get to be like, I heard yeah. them. I knew them before then. <laughs> yeah. I like knew them um, before that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was there in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, Which like, I don't like, I'm pretty sure that's true. It, one of the, 
one of the sort of frustrating things about being able to check that is that I've in that time gotten a new phone. Um, so like I can't go back and be like, ah, yes, I have listened to this a bunch <laughs> because it's like not in my podcatcher that like um, that I've been listening to it for that long. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's a whole I'll, thing. I'll, I'll take your I'll take your word for it. It's okay. <laughs> I, I do know that I have listened to every episode. I can say that. Um, and even just for myself, I I know that it's been. I uh, with all of with all of everything going on, it has been really, really, really nice to have um, to have like, I don't know. It's just been really nice. and It makes me <laughs> smile. So Aww. whatever that means, um, whatever all of that means. Um, yeah. OK, so clearly I was listening from way back prior to. Uh, don't kink shame Dracula. There's that one. So it's been longer than that. Um, yeah, and, and so then, yeah, that was before because I yeah. included that in the ad copy for it the was, John. So it right. was before. <laughs> it was Jane Austen. There we go. That yeah. was the there so you it go. was like so you fifteen or something. But like, yeah, yeah. So I, you you can you can be an Ono class, a true Ono class hipster. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I guess there's like one or two that I haven't gotten to in the distant past. And I really, there's like no reason why. It, oh, you no, know what? No. The like only two that I haven't listened to yet are. So shit, don't. Huh? I said don't. Oh, those, those early ones are so shit. <laughs> I'm going to because one, well, okay, not, um, there's one that I have to. Um, so. <laughs> The hunt for great white dick. Um. All right. Okay. You know what? Honestly, that's one of our. That's one of our few old ones that I do actually have nostalgia for. That's a good one. So that one. Uh, the reason I I'm gonna have to do that is because um, like what? Okay. I live kind of nearish to the place where um, Herman Melville lived. Um, his uh, when he lived in this particular region of Massachusetts, um, it, 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 it's a museum now. It still is a museum. It's there, and I drive by it whenever I'm going to see my friends and play D and D. Like I, I pass it every single time, and. Um, I have never read Moby Dick. Um, <laughs> You're not missing anything. I know I'm not, but also like <laughs> I've never, I've never read it, even in the time when I was supposed to, because <laughs> when I was supposed to in school, because we were doing this thing about local authors, yet for some reason didn't cover W. E. B. Du Bois, who was literally born here. Um, but fine, whatever. <laughs> um, I know racism. It's whatever. Um, also, they didn't want to. I think I was in middle school at the time. They're like, we don't really feel like assigning um, this deep intense, like this deep intense amount of thoughts around race and like racism and whatnot. But they were assigning um, Moby Dick to you in middle school. Yeah, it was like I think it was like uh, seventh grade. I think. Damn, that is that yeah. is cruel and unusual. Hence, why I didn't read it. So, 
I don't know. Also, that was when dyslexia really kicked in, so there was no way. Um, there's that's actually one of the reasons I um one of the things that I really enjoy about the show is that I is that I I get to sort of enjoy someone else summing up the thing that I missed um because I had because I have dyslexia and it just for a good chunk of time there I was like well fuck reading's just not a thing that I can do and a lot of the stuff that they would have assigned during those classes I wasn't able to consume it because I didn't have a method that didn't hurt physically hurt me um Damn, yeah physically sucks. hurt my brain to like be able to read the things on the page as they were written like um <clears throat> I can do it like I can do it it just it literally I will partially due to ADHD as well I will forget immediately what I just read like just immediately like it's it's gone the the whole thing um <laughs> and that'll happen paragraph by paragraph that on top of that like letters and words are moving around and it's weird so um just a whole thing whole host of things happening yeah, there's <laughs> The universe and then audiobooks happen. Working against you. See, right? yeah, see my it's weird. See, it, it, that's just why ADHD is just the weirdest. Oh fuck, train. Mm -hmm. Hang on, we got. I got. Oh, so, it's all good. Don't worry. Train. Mm -hmm. <laughs> train. Where was I? Forgot that y'all moved. Where did you move to? Uh, Denver. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool times. God, we were recording the other night, and it was like the, the only time it's ever happened. Like ten trains went by oh my god it was insane. it's gonna be the funniest outtake the outtakes at the end of the episode is literally going to be like 10 different cuts of me going fuck because i'm interrupted by a train <laughs> don't worry um one of the fun things about zencaster is it does a very good job like i do go through and i like take things out um if i need to but like it's rare that I wind up needing to. Nine percent of the time, I actually don't cut most most things out because I don't like one. I I don't be having the time, but also like even if I do have the time, it can be um I don't know. It just feels like if I'm going over everything with a fine tooth comb, it can just I feel like I start to miss what's happening. And then I also feel occasionally like I've overproduced something. It's a whole thing. Um, yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm obsessive. I, I, have, I have problems. Um, but yeah, it's weird. My ADHD works in the opposite mm -hmm. way where um, I have almost like a photographic memory when it comes to books. Ooh, uh, nice. I cannot do an audiobook. It will not stick mm. in one ear, out the other. And it can be with podcasts. It's a little bit different because it's a conversation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, audiobook can't, won't stick, can't do I, it. I can, I can understand that. That makes sense to me. I just, um, but yeah, with dyslexia, I could see how that would be like a godsend. Oh, it, it truly was. It was the most amazing, most amazing find. Like on the first one, actually, that I, that, that happened with in the first audiobook I was able to find was Beowulf. And I, huh. oh God. And also I hated writing papers back then. So what I would do instead was draw a comic book that basically accounted for <gasps> um, like a tiny portion of like a section. So they knew that I did that portion of reading. Oh my God. Like, yeah. Same. <laughs> I would do that it same was so thing. Much it was uh, so much easier. 
That is so funny. Oh, man. And the only one that I, like, remember... Well, I remember um, there not being a sort of really good description of Grendel's mother. Um, and because I didn't have that, I just made something up to me that was terrifying. And I remember my teacher being like, why did you go for the?" I'm like, because there was no description. And because there was no description... I f my brain filled it in, and I think that's a thing that happens. And I think it led me to like make this very profound point. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, you did, you didn't oh, just draw like a, a weird Angelina Jolie lizard in heels? <laughs> no, because I don't think that one was out yet. <laughs> I I truly don't remember if it was out by that point. I think I that movie was out. Like no, that, that movie. I don't know. I don't know how much younger you are than me. That movie was. I was in college when that movie came out. I'm. I mean, one second. I'm gonna look this up. That was 2007. So it came out the year after I. The year after I would have seen that because that was my. Um, oh, but there was a. Wow, holy shit! There was one in 1999. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's really funny to me. I don't know why that's funny to me, but it is very funny to me that there was one in 1999 that I've just never heard of. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, not aware of it. Yeah, it was my freshman year of college. I remember seeing that movie in theaters. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. So you're not that much older than me because that was, um, I was at that point in 2017, a, uh, I think I was a junior in high school. Wait, 2017? You just said 2017? Sorry, I meant 2007. Okay, I just, I just had like a horrible, like, wait, how old is <laughs> uh, yeah, Time no, is like, a great time. How young do I look? <laughs> um, <laughs> the wild thing where I actually, like, I do have this lovely thing that just keeps happening where no one can actually tell how old I am, um, which, sure, fine. I'm fully 30 years old, but okay, fine. Like, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's what it is. Um, but yeah, no, so it was my sophomore year um, English class that they assigned it. Um, and so that was when I did the thing. And then I heard the movie was going to come out, but I didn't, obviously hadn't seen anything at that point. Anyway, that's a whole thing. Um, but yeah, so I have, I massively appreciate, um, <clears throat> I massively appreciate y'all for that, um, for that reason. It, helps me engage with things that I didn't get to engage with before and has brought, honestly, the jokes are very funny to me and they've brought like a lot of joy to my life. Just generally, I'm not going to get too sappy, but I will. Like, it's brought me nah. a lot of joy and it's made me very, very, very happy. Um, over like over this entire time. I've just, uh, it's been great though. I, I really it's wild to me that I do not remember how, like, I heard about y'all at all. Like, I, just, I straight up, no idea. It came, um, it came to you in a dream, out of the ether. <laughs> it must have been, like, a post somewhere where I just, like, saw it and was like, ooh, that sounds fun, and just clicked it and was, like, there, but I don't know. In any case, um, <laughs> in any case, with all of that said... Um, it's a great show and everybody here should go and listen to it. There we are. But um, I do think that that is probably what that card was referring to. And the connection between those two makes sense to me. And that like, um, 
in a sort of in the in the way that that creative energy sort of uh that creative energy from one thing even if it's not going super great um can flow into something else which i think is always lovely and also just as creative people just sometimes just what we have to do like for me creativity during this pandemic has been me like sitting down at a sewing machine and just making a bunch of things <laughs> just yeah. over and over again but now work's going to start back up so i have to have my brain somehow shift that sense of creativity over to a different medium which is most likely going to be writing again which is exciting but that's like that sort of has to happen because i need to be doing something creative um otherwise i will probably die i i don't i don't know um (laughs) if i'm not creating i will probably die it's wild um anyway but that's uh that's (laughs) that so we're gonna jump down to the problem card um which uh we'll get there um we'll get to it but it's got a bat on it <laughs> it sure does that's a bat <laughs> i like a bat. bat. Mm-hmm. it's a cute bat i like a bat um <laughs> oh man but um sacrifice and letting go um is this one in the problem section um hmm Hmm. in the actual in the actual text it says this card implies there's a sacrifice or difficult or painful situation coming up in your life um Um. (laughs) just i love it when it's just very when it's worded in such a way that's like this is a thing that's going to come up. Get ready. <laughs> like, woo. Uh, um, so is that something that you are already able to sort of look forward and identify? No. <laughs> Just sort of words like. Because oh. <laughs> the, it's, it, it's, I mean, because those other ones are sort of like, processing sort of things where it's like you sit it and you think about it and you're like okay yeah i get that this is just sort of like watch out (laughs) vaguely ominous which like (laughs) this deck also does that a lot it's just like vaguely ominous thing (laughs) haha sorry and then just like keeps going i'm like well well shit Um, i don't know um I, I apologize for activating your anxiety. I know that. <laughs> you better watch I, out. You better watch out. You better watch <laughs> out. That's still one of my favorite finds. I like okay. Um yeah. I I an inordinate amount of time watching old vines. It's actually a little ridiculous. Um anyway, sorry, continue. No, uh I don't know. I don't know what I would be letting go of. I feel like I, I don't know if there's a painful situation coming up. I feel like I've just kind of been in a a painful situation. I've been job hunting for Hmm. ever since I got to, to Denver. Yeah. That, Ooh, though that might be it though. So, so one of the reasons I tend to jump down from present to problem is usually that, the problems we have tend to be things like when I do these readings, the problem tends to be something 
in the present or in the sort of immediate visible future. Um, so, but as we sort of as we have been discussing, there's been um, the, well, job hunting just generally is a pain in the ass. But um, yeah. one sort of additional thing there is the is the um, well, the inherent rejection of a of like well a job rejection. Um, it can be as sort of as sort of dramatic as those other ones as well, which I feel like I don't know. I don't know why that's coming up for me right now, but that feels like something that might be tied there um, in the sort of. Well, this one also doesn't in and of itself contain the solution. There's another card that contains the solution, um, but it could also simply be a in the near future something could come up that pertains to a large a large situation like a big and serious situation because this is also a card in the major arcana the major arcana tend to be on the on the whole more serious um serious that sounds very like that sounds dramatic but literally it just it, they tend to carry a lot of weight so whatever this is it'll be um on the more significant end but um, I think part of that is that, I mean, that's just a general part of life. Also, inherently in what we are currently all going through, um, we are all having to let go of a lot of our sense of security. Uh -huh. um, so that could actually be the current nature of it. This might be, this isn't the card that has tended to pop up for the pandemic, but this one also might be the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> The problem card for the next foreseeable future will always be referring to the pandemic. I'm just sort of making a blanket statement. Um, I'm because I'm pretty sure, like I don't know, we we have to um, sort of go. Oh shit! It also could be political, Loki. Oh god. Um, not not uh, to yeah. bring it there, but um, that's that's something I. Oh god. <laughs> like. Well, I mean, not to like, I, I, not to make assumptions about probably how you are voting. I'm presuming you are most likely a Democrat, though. Um, yeah, yeah. Generally speaking, like, um, on the on the more liberal end I, of yeah. it, I think, generally, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> you know what? That is that is a, a you know what? that is a painful situation that we're going to be doing. I am going to be uh voting for people that I would rather not be voting for because they are the lesser of the two evils. So I guess if it is talking about a, a macro sort of a situation that we're going to be going through, then yeah, that mm. does. I mean, I don't know if we're, um, uh, God, what's the word for that? Mm -hmm. That we're, um, Shit, now I can't think of what the, the phrase is. It's like a Sherlock Holmes thing where we're making the thing, where we're making the evidence remove or, or ah, oh, um, the like where we are, um, ah, oh, fuck. I know, I think I know the thing you're talking about where we're, where, um, we're like, where we find, hmm. 
I don't know, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, there's the there. Well, there are multiple concepts here. Here I'm putting on my true crime hat um, where there's confirmation bias. That is a thing that we could be looking for. We're like we have a thought in theory and we're already um, we have a thought in theory already and we're finding evidence to support that specific thing rather than yeah, just thinking. That, that, that thing? Okay, cool. That thing Confirmation that bias. Oh, yeah, that we're, 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 we're trying to find things to make it fit the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I will say I did, I was on the whole, like, during the sort of original thing because of, like, a very, I have a little bit of a simplistic political standpoint, which is vote for a woman of color um, or a queer woman of color wherever possible. And to the extent that that is what you have available, go for that because we need more of that in government anyway. Oh, no, I just um, meant that we're trying to find uh, we're trying to find something to, to make this card work. <laughs> Makes sense. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, fully, fully agree. Yeah. Like, so. Um, however close I can get to a queer woman of color, that is probably going to be my candidate. So back when um, when Kamala Harris was um, running, um, it was running in the hopes to be president. That was uh, one of the like, she was on my list of like top people because of that. But I also because I am from Massachusetts, I was voting Warren. Um, Warren made more sense to me. Um just generally also reflected my politics a little bit better. Also um, didn't incarcerate as many people. Um, yeah. Um, Kim, 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 um, Kim is kind of a cop. <laughs> yeah. Like it's one of those things where I'm like, uh, I mean, fuck like by nature of like the position that a person winds up being in, I, I can sort of not let it go, but I can like, I can understand how it got to the point that it got. I just also hope that le- uh, 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 one of yeah, the issues when Biden, you know better, you Biden, do better. Yeah. And Biden's brain is essentially becoming mashed potatoes at this point. Exactly. But I also really want a woman to be president. So um, like, so like I, at, not that I don't care who the woman is, but at this current point, um, <laughs> it's we've but we are behind so many countries in that specific regard and it is bothering the shit out of me so um it's not great so it's like like, this is what we've this is what we got to work with this is what we're doing and i mean it that is a require that like that is a sacrifice that we are currently about to make to ensure that we have a that we don't have a that we don't have a that, um, that we can stop sliding into fascism, hopefully. Yes, I, there was a specific like, there was a specific thing. Um, it's a specific Satsuma. There we go. That we don't have a Satsuma sitting in office. Um, now, <laughs> that's a type of orange. Yeah. I guess I yeah, don't know. We don't have a fascist Satsuma. <laughs> that's like the most ridiculous like reach of a like phrase that I've ever decided to find like so I don't have a racist Satsuma in office ah um but that's literally exactly what 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 we have to do yeah so that folks like us can continue to exist as as uh full human beings under the law um anyway that's um <laughs> <laughs> Not to get super dark with it, um, but well, 
There are stakes. Um, sure are. <laughs> there are stakes. Um, so that does bring us to the solution card, which is so lovely and pretty. It is one of my favorite ones to see because it is a generally positive one. And it is, it, it has a goose. It has a goose on it. It does. And uh, it is the mother of cups. Um, I always I keep feeling so I keep feeling so fucking dumb because every time you say, "Oh, it has this on it," and then you send it to me, and I go, "It does." <laughs> I, I'm providing <laughs> such wonderful commentary by confirming, yes, it does indeed have that thing on it. There I'm, is a I'm so good at podcasts. <laughs> You're not the problem here. It's fine. It's like, there's they, a they, they, on they, it. It's they, known podcaster. Yes, this thing does indeed have that thing you said on it. <laughs> <laughs> My description is also royally bad. Like that, it's like, also because I got the animal wrong. It's a damn swan. How did I mess that up? You know what? I wouldn't have fucking known. I'm like, yeah, that looks like a good I'm the goose. I was I'm willing to, but yeah, I I suppose. We're I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't know the fucking difference. They are they all Swans they, are they, usually they, very they, white. Big beaky, big beaky ass animals, both mean as hell. Yeah. Goose have like goose have a different like a, a goose has a different face to it whatever it doesn't really matter i have, been, I have been personally accosted by both i'm literally about to google the difference between <laughs> i have been i have been chased by and honked at by both of these animals so i don't give a damn if someone wants to come at me about the difference between geese and swan i'll be like when it comes down to it they both have attacked me i will I, I I will run from either. I don't trust either. It oh, so fun happen. thing. <laughs> fun thing here. Um, they are swans and, and geese are basically similarly like they're, they're like, uh, I guess a goose is like a type of, I don't know. I Let me look at this educational ass article real quick. <laughs> okay so swans are just bigger there we go oh yeah no okay because geese also you know why i was confused i was thinking about like snow geese which are um literally they look exactly like swans um but they are not um i was also now thinking of the canada geese who are rude as hell um <laughs> They're the rudest animals. And I they also like I don't know, they poop everywhere and it's rather a problem for me. Um They're also once apparently almost extinct in North America. Girl, what? Like that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. They're everywhere. I don't get it. Weird. Anyway. <laughs> All of that aside, um this lovely, lovely swan. And not the Canada goose. Um, <laughs> is um, the mother of cups. Um, so she rivals the uh, another card, the high priestess, um, with her natural psychic abilities. Mm. Um, 
gentle and tranquil, whose insights bring healing to those around them. Huh. Thrives amidst family, arts, music, and beauty of any kind. Um, when pushed, becomes aggressive and defensive. And right. Okay. So having insight moving forward is what this seems to me. This is the solution card and the solution position. Finding um, <clears throat> finding someone who is um, on the sort of insightful end of the spectrum um, has that sort of, I would also probably call it an emotional ability to actually um, connect with other human beings, which actually does start to feel a little bit more like this is actually politics. Um, <laughs> it was like yep let's let's head towards specifically uh the the polit like the, the politician that can feel feelings for other people um jesus god um what is this trash fire that we're in oh my god um i don't have much else to say about that card this one actually doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me in its current position but it might uh, i don't know does it is it is it meeting anything to you, possibly? Because it is also one of the um, one of the uh, the uh, sort of royal family cards, if you will, um, in that it is a mother card, which tends to be a more feminine, like it refers to a figure and a type of person. Um, this one typically being more feminine and artsy. Finding someone with like emotional awareness. <laughs> yep or embodying embodying that sort of emotional awareness and sort of being um like either having that energy within ourselves and sort of channeling that energy within ourselves or outside of ourselves finding a person who has those qualities and leaning on them in uh moments of support i would imagine that's sort of what it that's what comes to me with that, but I also could just, my brain could just be, like, broken, so, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> my brain is a little bit dead right now, so, yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. But, yeah. Uh, eh, I mean, there's an answer, but it's, it's, it's an awkward one that, I mean... He's ne he's never gonna hear it because he, oh. he doesn't listen to podcasts. <laughs> Is this? Um, <laughs> I we can talk about this part offline if you want. Um, <laughs> I mean, no, he'll legitimately never hear it because he doesn't listen to podcasts. <laughs> oh, okay, fantastic. Go ahead, then spill that tea, honey. <laughs> Nah, it's just, um, like, RJ, RJ's awesome, obviously, mm -hmm. but <sighs> it, yeah, and, and he's, oh, that was a loud motorcycle, um, mm-hmm. And he tries 
you know, I need tries. He is very supportive. Mm-hmm. But it can be tough sometimes mm. because he is neurotypical. Ah, uh, yes. And he's very logical and concrete. That is honestly genuinely that surprising to me but <laughs> it surprises it surprises a lot of people um it's surprising to me based on the based on listening to the podcast i know <laughs> i'm like oh okay. yeah i know i know it surprises a lot it's yeah he's huh. he's the adult in the relationship that is fascinating i know <laughs> everybody i was like oh, huh well, hmm, okay, but I can see, okay, okay, I think I see what you mean. Um, and yeah, so when you, I try to like, when you, it's really difficult to like explain like abstract shit that my brain does, mm. and it's funny because like me and my brother, because my brother has. Like, cause it's all because our shit's like genetic, especially oh, yeah. the ADD. And so we were having like a conversation where I was saying something to him. Oh yeah, because I was saying about something about um, when I wasn't like on my meds that I could feel like my brain uh, starting to like feel like apathy. That it was like that I could feel it like starting to like kind of curl back in on itself. Like and in not wanting uh, yeah. to like, do things that I could feel almost like like it was like a fist like curling inward. That mm-hmm. and when I tried to like explain that to RJ, he was just like, I literally don't understand what you're talking about. Oh shit. And it's like that's mm-hmm. not that's not his fault, you know? <clears throat> right. But at the same time, it's it's really hard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's a... Oof. Oof. Yeah, that's a... mm, That is a... I I am so articulate today. Um, Yeah, I feel... I I feel that. I mean, I... Oof. Yeah, that can be incredibly difficult. I... That's... Hmm. I'm trying to like I I I generally can relate to that, especially on the oof on the last relationship I had specifically, but that also had its own set of problems. But um, that like one of the biggest difficulties that I've um in certain relationships that I've had um has been being able to get the point across of like what is happening it literally what is happening inside of my brain at any given moment trying to make that clear to another human being is one of the most challenging things and one of the most challenging issues um that i think a lot of that i think is um is a thing that I don't think it's nearly as rare as um, as I would imagine we would most likely wish it would be. Like that's a pretty um, a pretty common issue just generally, um, which I say more as like a a um, 
A, at the very least, when going through that, you're not alone in that situation, uh, if that makes sense. Um, but also, it is still a difficult a difficult situation. But I think maybe then the solution is finding that figure in life that is that that does have that and does have that level of support we um so i <laughs> you know who just popped up in my brain probably because we mentioned her earlier uh kate <laughs> yeah like this is one of those like the person who has like that who has the well especially a, a type of person who is very good at being able to um to sort of help articulate that specific type of issue um who can bring words to that type of issue who has that kind of knowledge to be able to do that like being able to explain to one person and being able to get that point across to another person um, because that other person like is able to somehow translate it and have it be able to make sense, you know what I mean? Well, I think I think then that 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 might be what this card is reflecting. That might be what that's reflecting is that um, that sort of connection and ability to at the very least commiserate um, commiserate with another person about that struggle. Because oof, um, and I think it's important to have to have that person around that we can commiserate with, especially with. Um, with certain uh with certain difficulties of that general nature um and yeah i think that's i think that's imp that's an important person to have around us is the person who like who does who does get at least if if not understanding specifically the um if not understanding the like specific situation can at the very least be like oof girl been there mm. <laughs> Because there's such power in that in that specific thing of like the who honey, I have experienced that too, and absolutely it blows. Like that's there's something about that that I personally find incredibly powerful and makes me feel a lot better about some of the wild shit my brain does. <laughs> um, I don't know. But that uh the, the energy that that card gives me also does just generally remind me of Kate anyway. So like there's that, I don't know. Um, but um, the future card I will say is on the, seems to be on the good side. And by seems to, I mean, I actually weirdly can't read it right now. Um, like, it just for some reason is not showing up well on my phone. <laughs> like I took the photo and it like the photo is weirdly blurry and small, but like it's there. Um, I, Oh, also fun little lovely text that I got from Scotty asking me what his card meant from previous things, which is fun. Anyway, unrelated, <laughs> um, just ADHD distractions. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. Strength, stamina, and confidence in the future. Ooh, all right. This is to look forward to. Okay. Um, so it implies the journey is near completion. But on the final stretch, if you feel yourself like growing weary and like starting to doubt yourself, to have that confidence be and remember that the hard work will pay off. 
Alright. And this again I feel, all these I feel like this card literally like knows what I need to hear right now. Right? Shit. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh honey, you'll be fine. Don't you worry about it, honey. You'll be okay. Like that's that card. This nine, card nine, of, nine of wands, you you <laughs> knew what I needed. This card straight up just gave like <laughs> just gave you a like virtual hug like just like did. <laughs> and see this is why i love this deck because sometimes it's like listen we're gonna be on some shit but also um like we're gonna be on some shit things are gonna be hard and i'm sorry about it but also um don't worry everything will be okay <laughs> I think, I, think the, I think the nine of wands knew about that job app the assessment i just had to do honestly yeah oh, jesus god that is I still, the concept of have i've only i think had to do that once where they like gave me a quiz but it wasn't timed like and that was like literally like seven years ago but it's been a minute but like and i don't think i even got that job either which is fine with me i didn't really need need that one at the time and i got a food service job instead that was actually better for me but like um yeah no that's um god just i like i like it when the card ends on like a real happy note it just brings me <laughs> a lot of joy and just brings me a lot of good feelings um that makes me feel a lot better but there is one more card um and that one more card there is also very pretty but it's from a completely different deck um <laughs> and it's the deer which listeners will remember from i actually think this came up last week um for them this this card came up in um the exact same spot in the last person's reading that i did um which is actually why i'm scrolling back through trying to find the old photo that i took of that <laughs> card itself so i don't have to like go back and try to find the thing there we go okay. i like the, like the watercolor that's cool right this i i tell you this deck is the most artfully designed beautiful thing that i just it's so lovely um but this is sort of the the energy to embody moving forward um the animal to channel if you will um so loving intuitive graceful <laughs> so <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't mean to laugh at those three but um, <laughs> like no like <laughs> when i say that when i say the graceful pit part of that that made me laugh was like anytime this card has come up for me in a personal reading i always leave off the graceful bit because girl i'm no longer graceful i'd be falling and stumbling way too damn much to be considered graceful i mean same same though <laughs> just be walking into doors and shit oh it's insane um but that intuitive nature, that that sort of intuitive thing um, has come up actually a few times during this. Um, but I think tying that in with the act of creation um, and the sort of the, uh, yeah, with the act of creation, I think that might be, I always find that being intuitive helps us make things. It helps us make things better. It helps us improve on things that we're working on also because of the earth energy of this card there is a um 
a general idea of remaining rooted uh, to uh, uh, rooted in um, in something like so saying staying huh staying in a thing that you feel comfortable in not because you can only do that thing but because um staying rooted in that sense of self um when creating something makes things makes it easier to make things and bring things forth if any of that makes any sense i that whole no. thing was a lot of theory things that just popped up but well no no we no I, 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 no i i i followed it i felt it nice I'm glad I'm glad you understand me because god damn it um, sometimes I was there yes well yeah so that's that's that one so I think that's just uh those are two good things to cap it with like going forth with oh I guess also there's one thing there that also reminds me of it which is patience I do um, not. I do not have a lot of that, so that is also oh, yeah. important to like. I feel like that's a good thing to kind of just be like, mm -hmm. do that. Don't don't forget to do that because at this point, mm -hmm. after the way things have been going, I kind of do need to be reminded of that. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be the gracefulness element. The gracefulness there is having the grace and patience to sort of allow things to take the time that they need but also get to where they need to go like it, it um, is better than like don't don't trip over that sidewalk crack because you know that one ain't happening <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah like honestly when i think of that when i think of graceful like graceful like a deer also that's a weird thought for me because sometimes deer look like the most ungraceful creatures in the world um this it's typically true. when they're just in the middle of the road and just like taking their sweet ass time to cross the damn road i can you tell i've had this interaction recently <laughs> um like, dear they drive me up a wall but there they are um there they are with their little i almost said with their horns they're absolutely not horns that's not the right word um their little little spiky things at the top of their antlers there we go that's the word antlers. yeah also um this car and i said this last time but i'm gonna say it again um for the people because it makes me think of this every time which is that um human babies are also very dumb and very stupid and you only have to compare them to like a baby deer to realize how stupid how stupid <laughs> baby humans are <laughs> Because, like, <laughs> a baby deer is born and is immediately ready to just run away from the nearest predator, like, within, like, a few hours. Like, it's... That's how, that's how like, a lot of baby things <laughs> and creatures are. Like, baby humans are, are, are just the dumbest. <laughs> like, how the fuck have we survived this long? Like, you know, like, it doesn't I, make I, sense. Cute. That's the whole thing. <laughs> Because otherwise, yeah, like we would just like be dumped somewhere <laughs> in the woods. That's like, why we've been like, uh, you know, uh, evolution or whatever made babies just like real cute and squishable. Because otherwise, the second we just opened so our mouths and them up and bring them, yeah, it'd just be like, nope. <laughs> so we bring it with us and don't leave it behind because it's fucking screaming and bringing predators nearby. <laughs> Exactly. 
fuck? Why? Like, so goddamn stupid. It drives me up a wall. Like, we were poorly designed, is I guess what I, <laughs> what oh, yeah. I always come to. We were creatures that were like designed with more like inherent biological flaws than us are like horses. God damn it. That's very true. <laughs> oh, those magnificent, beautiful failures of. i mean but even then like from their ancient ancestors you can see like a general track of like okay we see kind of how this got here as far as like a horse is concerned whereas like from like early early humanoid creatures to now we lost a lot of things that made us more practical you know what i mean like it just it drives me insane like sure we can balance a checkbook but also like we can't like immediately be born knowing how to like blink properly and our knees will always be ruined no matter what we do jesus god what the fuck? My knees are so bad. My, if you use I, them too much or too little, they're fucked. <laughs> if we don't keep this exact level of maintenance, everything falls apart. Um, I don't know. That was my John Mulaney impression. That was, really, actually, that was really good. That was a, a startlingly good John Mulaney. <laughs> the wild thing is, I need to also just say, wasn't trying to reference him at all. Like, that wasn't, I haven't even, like, I I think I've watched, like, two specials of his. I don't know where that impression comes from. Oh, God, it, it, it just came, you were just possessed. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's that, I think, I think him and I would probably be friends, because I think we just have a similar, like, energy and weird view on the world. Um... But I say that about a lot of comedians, and it just winds up being occasionally not true, but that's fine. Um, but in any case, I think as far as this reading is concerned, there's a lot of create like creativity-related things and a lot of um, sort of, I think, striving through the madness. Um, that sounds about right. <laughs> which I mean, <laughs> whew, again, mood, big mood. Um but yeah, so I think that's a as good a place to leave that off as anything. Um, I will send you a photo of like the full array of things. Um, but uh, I suppose tell the lovely people where they can find you. If uh, if, if you'd like to experience more of, of my of my big mood, <laughs> uh, you can do so um, at at. At, at things at god yeah you talk about you being gone i'm <laughs> I, I, at, at podcasts i do podcasts at the pod, podcast. I, I will assist i will assist you um <laughs> <laughs> rolling misadventures is i pretty i'm pretty sure is our misadventures on twitter i think <laughs> Probably you can find you can find like yeah. Rolling Adventures is uh, improvised audio drama, tabletop role playing, horrible fusion baby of a podcast. It's a lot of fun. You can find links to everything about it at RollingMisadventures.com. Listen to it wherever all the podcasts are. We've talked a lot about Ono Lick Class, so you know all about that. It is OnoLickClass.com. Links to all of that. I don't know where fun fiction is going to live, uh, but it'll probably be 
at where, where all of Scotty's shows are on the uh, a load of pure is it a load of pure, pure yeah. BS. Yeah. yeah, a load of pure BS uh, dot com. If you want to just uh, check out me uh, tweeting about being anxious and weird all the time, and also cartoons, the mm-hmm. other the other thing that I like, uh, then you can follow me at Meg underscore Danger on Twitter. Other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, otherwise just, just go outside and scream my name onto the wind. I'll hear you. I always do. just made me lose it. I think maybe because the idea of just going outside and just fucking screaming in general is, well, one big, big, big mood. I haven't done that yet today, and I honestly regret that. But also, I feel like if I just randomly start fucking shrieking in my backyard, there will be problems. Um, teach them, not- teach that metal working dude a lesson. <laughs> and if you feel like, if you, like you know, what, what are you, what are you doing, shrieking in your yard? Be like, I am trying to contact my my friend again, and this is honestly- this is the best means of which to do it. <laughs> Honestly, he's going to have to deal with some rather unpleasant noises relatively soon because I um, I bought a whip from my friend um, who makes them. I've never used one, but they are loud, and I know I'm going to make a lot of noise in my backyard with it. So, Ooh, yeah, that's going to happen. Fuck yeah. Awesome. Right? Just what, like, just, just <laughs> Indiana is, Jones, that shit. <laughs> I'm just out here doing some wild, crazy shit for no reason, just because whips are fun and pretty and they make <laughs> people feel things. Um, hey, JV, what you doing out there? I don't know, whipping shit. <laughs> it's like I'm just twirling this whip around because it's fun. Um, oh man, which is, I think, a good segue into social media because by the time this posts, you will be able to probably see like clips of this on my instagram which is at red black golden which i finally switched over from the old name that it had previously um and that is also who i am on twitter and remember that black is spelt um fancy because i am a fancy black i (laughs) i hate that i hate it so much but well it's true um r-e-d-b-l-a-q-u-e and golden spelt like the color golden um or well the color gold plus an e-n whatever fuck it it's fine um and this show can be found because i did make a twitter account for this show now um it is uh jv underscore reads on twitter um that is where you can find this show and all of the uh, photos and things that pertain to that pertain to each episode will be uh, posted there. There'll be just sort of an over the episode art is an overview shot of like the the cards themselves and what they are in relation to the rest of the reading. Anyway. <laughs> I I am so happy to have had you join me on this episode. This has uh, been super fun. It's been awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. This was great. Yay. 
Um, and now I just have to get you on wannabe film buffs um, <laughs> when I figure out the recording schedule for that shit, because God damn it. My, my co-host got another new job and it's like, and I don't understand. <laughs> you like worked at Panera and they, I don't know why Panera is open until like fucking 1130 p.m. Like it just it doesn't make sense to me. Oh, good Lord. It's okay. And then we'll, we're going to, we're going to rope you into Oh No Lit class. It'll be great. Yeah. Where I will, where I promise already, I'm not going to read the thing, but what I will do is find the audiobook of the thing. We that's, can... the same, that's the same shit. I know. <laughs> like, I'm not going to physically read the thing, um, which means I might not be able to quote things directly, but I will have opinions. Literally. Um, no. That's, that's literally all you have to have. <laughs> but I'll have opinions that because is all I always that is have required. <laughs> Ooh, the most millennial of things. I always have an opinion, even if I didn't do the reading. Um <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, lovely, lovely people, be well. Do as much good work as you possibly can. We are also still in a pandemic, so watch the fuck out. Um and <laughs> um more than that, I guess. Um, oh, also turn up to... I should just... You know what I'm going to start to do? I'm going to let the guests choose a, a song that, that they want people to turn up to. And so when I say turn up to some, you can insert a song that you'd like them to turn up to. Oh, um, God. That's a, that's a terrifying... Or a band or a mood. Yeah, that's a, a terrifying responsibility. Yeah, it is, isn't it? But it's because every time I think of something, I'm like, turn up to some seal. And I'm like, that's not good. Like, why? <laughs> turn up to some kiss from a rose, which is not ideal or a thing that I really want people to do. Uh, Let's see. <sighs> Who can we turn up to? Turn up to the go team. Fuck yeah. Turn up <laughs> to the go team and stay safe out there, you delicious witches and bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh god I'm, I'm gonna get cancelled so fast my god <laughs>